How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Ryan Everett with 22 seconds left. Good cut by Murray. Nearly lost his footing. Still patience and still time. Sorber. Sorber goes baseline, Everett for the lead, bang, bang, the clock still runs, Roman Catholic has one timeout, they don't call it, this is for the win, yes, yes, Cabe Goss. What a cool moment last night. Congratulations. <laughs> Roman Catholic wins the uh, the PCL title. That that was a great call last night by the way of that. I watched the video and then I saw it on SportsCenter. Scott Van Pelt led his show with it last night. Roman Catholic against Archbishop Wood. Hugh, that was a cool moment. The, the, that arena last night was filled. I mean, you you look at the video. It's like Yeah, I saw it. So cool. It. The other part that uh, I thought of last night. That's one of the coolest things in sports is when in basketball someone hits a shot, right, to take a lead. And then the team doesn't call a timeout. They just inbound it and run. And you see a lot in March Madness. Like once or twice a year, you'll see a, pl- a play like that. Mm-hmm. But you have no, you know, like five or six seconds to go. And then the other team goes down, and boom, they hit a shot. That was a uh, that was a pretty cool moment last Epic night. Epic game, man. That's that's something that those kids will, will not soon forget. Definitely on either side. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean yeah. that's tough. I mean, imagine making the winning, sh- you know, what could have been the winning shot with I don't know what was that four seconds, three seconds. There wasn't much time to go, and then. You, you lose it down the other end. But cool moment last night. Congratulations to Roman Catholic on their championship last night. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in. Did we overreact to the end of this Eagles season? Coming up, scheduled for 1.30 out at the Combine in Indianapolis. Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman both will speak. I just saw as uh, Sports Center's up in front of us, Dan Campbell was speaking a little while ago, Sean Payton. So it's that time where all the coaches stand up. Sirianni going to be up there. If you could ask him one thing, what would it be? Same thing with Howie Roseman. The best part, and we put up this question on our Twitter page, and people are want, you know asking these questions about, you know, who calls the plays, who's in charge. I just I want to get an honest answer from these guys today, and I would love love to find out what they think of their team. Like I don't are, give a shit. Well, that's okay, Nick. You don't have to. I do. And Hugh, I would love to know deep down: Do they still believe they're a contender, or do they believe they've got a lot of work to do to get back? Because that's. Think that's the whole offseason. I think they believe that they're a contender. I think that's where they're trending. They feel like, you know, when you talk about what, where, um, how he's talking about the cover's not bare and there's still a lot of talent on this team, that to me screams contender. Really does. I'm looking at some of our responses at WIP Midday Show. One of them is candidly, what happened? <laughs> what happened to go from 10 and 1 to where they are? That would be an awesome opening question to Sierra. Nick, seriously, man, what, 
what happened? <laughs> yeah, cut, like let's cut the crap. What, what happened? happened, dude? Just bear it all. Lay it. Let it. Let us know. All right, two one five five nine two nine four nine for Jay in West Philly's up. What's up, Jay? Yeah, what's going on, y'all? Jay, what's up? No, much. The question I would ask though is, who made that Patricia decision? Because mm. the defense got worse after that. But as far as this Marcus Hayes article, man, I put no respect to that because I don't know who it was. I'm thinking it was the, like these Quez Watkins and Britton Cubbies and all these guys talk about the quarterback don't get reprimanded. There's levels to this and everything. That's the quarterback. Yeah. So, Jay, I have no idea who it was either. But if someone in the locker room feels it, then that's not great. I mean, that means it's it's, it's obvious to them. If it's somebody on a different level, that, that's like Joe when you started that night. That's like you talking, y'all had a WIP event and Angelo ain't go. And you going complaining. Well, all right. So, Jay, I, I agree with you. It's, a, it's actually, I, I agree. That's a, good, that's a good analogy. It's a good analogy. But let me say this. Part of that would have been, Joe, you haven't done much yet, so you can't complain. I, I get where you're going with it, Jay. Right. But, Jay, at the same time, Angelo was number one and was always number one. If I'm a player in that locker room and they're not holding Jalen accountable and he's not playing well, that's a little different. Angelo always played well. Jalen didn't play that great this year. He was in the MVP running, what, 12 weeks ago? Yeah, they, they play 17 weeks, though. 18 yeah, weeks. And yeah. that defense played, what, one week, two weeks? <laughs> if that, <laughs> if that. Yeah. All right, then. So, that's what I said. A lot of those were forced errors and all that stuff. So, that's what I think it was. I think he was pressing this year to make up for the defense. So, a lot of those throws was tight with those throws. And like you said, the quarterback going to get the autonomy. Okay, I don't see that. I'm going to put the authority on my two best players. All right, you'll see something. Go make a play. Look, if it's game well and Quez Watkins and no complaining about, oh, he ain't let the ball go and all that. How many times he threw the ball to Quez and he ran the wrong route? Yeah, too many. Now, Jay, it's it's fair. And when there's no name attached, like in this one, and Jay, man, we appreciate the phone call, it becomes harder to figure out like if if we should take stock in it. Hugh, what, what gets me is this: if this was just the only story, only one. I think we could all just like you know swipe it aside and say ah oh, whatever it's one disgruntled player. Mm-hmm. There's only like three or four stories since the season ended about the team and about the the coach and about you know locker room dynamics. It's a lot. Yeah, and and from what I'm getting, it wasn't just one player that was disgruntled. Right. You know, just 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 asking questions, not getting you know too deep into it. It just it feels like it's a lot of different players, and there's so many different dynamics to this that it, it, it's kind of hard to fathom what's being said about the dynamic in that locker room. Now, there was, a, there was a part of talking about, you know, intimidating coaches and things of that nature. That, to me, blows my mind because I, I can't imagine a coach that has been coaching in the NFL. Even when Andy Reid came in, like, he was a guy who had no track record as a head coach. And there were guys that tried to intimidate his coaching style and tried him, test, test him, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he made it clear that he wasn't about that life, like he wasn't about to be tested. He cut some guys. And when he did that, he sent the message. That's why, for me, it's hard to wrap my mind around the fact that you have NFL coaches that have been coaching a lot longer than some of these guys have been playing that are still in the business of being intimidated. I'm not saying that it can't happen, but I just, I just can't imagine any player on that squad being in a position where the coach felt intimidating. I do wonder if if Brian Johnson's former role hurt him in his new role. Like when you're a position coach, maybe it's a little more a little bit more. 
you know, unless like I'm above you, it's more like run, you know, I'll use the term buddy, buddy. And then you, then you become a coordinator. Now you're in charge. Is that a little difficult for position even, coach even to with move that, that way? Even with that, I, I would say this, the culture, if the culture is sound, there's no way, regardless of who you are, that a player should be in a position that he disrespects a coach. I, I in, in my I agree. opinion, and it makes and sense. I, I don't, I don't feel like, like that's something that should be allowed on any level. Like you got to let that player know, hey man, this is not gonna fly. Yeah, you know, and you need to tell him in a way like, yo, this is not what we do. So the the part that was being referenced there, uh, Marcus Hayes' column this morning. This is from the column. It's an indictment of first-year offensive coordinator Brian Johnson. He is a longtime family friend of Hertz and was his quarterback's coach for two years with the Eagles. But when promoted last year, players said Johnson became reluctant to hold Hertz accountable. Johnson also, according to players, was intimidated by Brown. So that's out there this morning, Philadelphia Choir. 215-592-9494. right, we'll come back at your phone calls here before we get to the press conference. By the way, 1.30 today, Sirianni Howie live on WIP where we have already got a report about a scheduled visit with the player. We're going to talk about plenty on this station. We'll tell you who that is next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150. If your bet wins, bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel. Just, just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillo coming up at 1.30. We'll carry it live. Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni set to speak at the NFL Combine. We'll have that for you as uh, it's really a big, it's a big day. It's the beginning of the offseason in earnest. It really is. I know it's about the draft, but we have Elliot out there, and it's about more than that. The GMs get together. Trades could get worked out. Who knows? I mean, Hassan Reddick's agent could be out there. Agents go out to this thing as well. By the way, there was a pass rusher this morning that I think kind of plays into the market for Hassan Reddick. You see the Bucks cut Shaquille Barrett this morning? Shaq, Shaq yeah. Barrett. So yeah, Shaq was a pretty good player. He was. And I know he's a little bit older now and not the same player he was when they won a Super Bowl, but he's another guy on the market now, which certainly impacts the uh, the Hassan Reddick situation. Speaking of the combine, though, they will have some draft stuff going on. The Eagles, I mean, this is when they fell in love with Jalen Hurts, what, four years ago at the yeah. NFL Combine? So they'll probably fall in love with one or two players here, and maybe they'll draft him in April. Hugh, they have an official meeting scheduled, interview scheduled with a guy that we're going to talk a lot about and we've already talked a lot about on WIP, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Hey, they're going to probably talk about his pops and everything and talk about being here in Philadelphia. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, well, it's exciting. And it also, I mean, look, does it mean they're going to draft him? No, it's just no. an interview. They get, I think they get 30 of them. They get 30 pre-draft interviews. Yes. Um, and obviously they have a certain amount of time at the Combine. That They put that video out there, what was it, a year ago or two years ago, of their actual first sit-down meeting with Jalen Hurts when he kind of convinced them he's the guy they should draft him. What did he say? I'm a dog and people follow me and all those kind of things. And obviously it worked. And, and they got him here and, and the draft pick's been a good one so far. But now just the fact that they are interviewing Trotter, Hugh, that's going to give people some hope that maybe, maybe they're actually going to draft Jeremiah Trotter Jr., now, the one thing I noticed last week is uh, Daniel Jeremiah talked, and you know he's kind of like the NFL.com draft guru guy. He didn't seem to think, Hugh, that Trot Jr. is going to be a first-round pick. He said second or third, which means that fits more where the Eagles would take a linebacker. They're, 
I don't think any of us believe they're really going to take one in the first round. But if he's in round two or three, there's a strong possibility that might happen. And they could yeah, take him there. It's unfortunate that you know the linebacker the linebacker thing is a lot different than it than it has been in the past. I think that when you talk about Jeremiah Trotter Jr., he's off ball linebacker, and I don't know if his pass rush ability is where they think that it, it should be because he didn't he didn't he didn't sack the quarterback a lot. He wasn't one of those linebackers that got out to the quarterback. He was more of a cover linebacker. Now, just because he gets drafted in the second, third round don't mean that, you know, he's not a good player. It just means that he doesn't have that first round grade. Still still could be a good serviceable player for us. And and by the way, we ain't got no great linebacker play f- for for a while anyway. No, they do not. So yeah. Have not. But that would be great. It, especially when you talk about, you know, what this linebacker core has been. And this is the weird thing about draft projections and, and draft grades is that they fluctuate from the time that we could talk about these young players all the way to the draft. Just because they have him graded lower doesn't mean that that necessarily is where he's going to be drafted. Because a lot of times, you know, there are guys that, that are drafted or graded lower that tend to go in the first round. So there's still a possibility he still might be a first-round draft. Yeah, and then it's all about what you do when you get to the NFL. We, we do the thing. We're going to do it. We, after the draft, everyone gets graded, right? Like, And everyone rips you for or, or praises you for value and all that. Remember the Lions last year got a lot of flack because they took a running back in the first round? Obviously it worked. Kyle will sit on that forever. But, like, does it doesn't – all that matters is it works what you do. Right? So if the Eagles take Trotter Jr., everyone's going to be happy. Hugh, if he can't play, no one will care in three years. If nah. he's a star – then everyone's going to be happy. It's all about what you do when you get to the NFL, not really so much where they're picked. McKenna's in Conshohocken. Hey, McKenna. Hey, what's going on? What's, what's up, up buddy? What are you feeling today? I I wanted to call in about the whole A.J. Brown conversation. Yeah, what do you think? It's, it's crazy to me because I think A.J. Brown should have the right to speak whatever he wants to say. And we are in a new day of age where we have – social media impacting players and impacting how they think of areas and think of cities and all that. And we still sit here and talk sh- or talk Stuff. bad about Stuff. all these players. Way to self-edit there, brother. And we, and like, we act like they're not going to listen to it and react. And when they do react, Oh, now they're a diva. No, AJ Brown has been a top three receiver in the league. He, Proved what he was when he was on the Titans. He is who he is. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. And if he's going to stand up to media, I have no problem with that at all. Because if they want, if everyone wants to say all this about him and how he shows his emotions, mm-hmm. 
then he should be able to show his emotion right back. And so, McKenna, I agree with you, and, and he, I, I agree he should have the floor, and I don't think anyone at WIP would ever not take his phone call, right? If he called up right now or the afternoon show or the morning show, I think everyone would be happy to talk to him. But, McKenna, yeah. you brought up the point, like, guys look at this stuff, so we as fans and media should watch what we say. Is that Am I reading what you're saying right? Yeah, but not that. I mean, I understand as fans, as media, we're going to go a little above and beyond. Well, we're just but- going to be pa- – my thing is – and we're going to be passionate, all of us, right, as fans. I, I just – I and this is my advice for him. I'm a little bit older than him, not a lot. Like, you're not going to get five million Eagles fans to agree on any player. Some are going to love the guy. Some are going to say he's overrated, he's a hothead, get rid of him. So, like, that's never going to happen. What can happen – is he has to have the ability to filter it out, right? Not let it affect him so much. If he wants to react to it, by all means. I mean, that's his decision. I just hope he doesn't let it get to him because it's never going to stop, right? If he's great, people will love him. If they struggle, people will criticize. That's just the way it works in sports. Well, well, my my hope is that, yes, he can acknowledge it, and yes, he can say whatever he wants to say against it, but I don't want what – our fans say to make him not enjoy Philadelphia. I want him to stay here for a long time. Him and Devontae Smith are a top three combo at the wide receiver. Uh, I agree with that. Now that they're, they are tremendous. And I think most people here, McKenna, good phone call. I think most people here want them to stay together for a long time. I and mean, they're, they're the best Eagles receiver duo of all time. I mean, they are. And I know they've only been together two years, but they are that already. I think most people want AJ to be here. I, I don't think I thought that all season. Does he frustrate some people with his, his personality or on the sideline getting upset? I think he does, but as you heard on Friday, and I, I did take away from it, I think the guy cares. I think he cares a lot, and that, that's what fans want more than anything else. Production, and do you care at least at least close to as much as a lot of us do? All right, 215-592-9494. Coming up on the other side, we will air the press conference out in Indianapolis. Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, they are slated to speak in Indianapolis. We'll bring that to you. We're even going to stay on a few minutes later today. We're working extra today. We're going to hang out with... Uh, we are? Yeah. Uh, missed that this morning? Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, we're going to hang out with Ike and Jack, the beginning of their oh, show. Man. React to Howie you and fellas Sirianni. Enjoy. That's next. <laughs> press conference is next. Out in Indy, coming up on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. 
Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.